The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and this is Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have you here with us today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace. Every day, peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. My goodness, I hope you're someplace safe where you can just close your eyes for a quick second and just inhale that you, peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality right now. No matter what your external condition is showing you, that is the truth about you. Hold your breath for just a second and then have a complete exhale from the mouth. Go ahead and just rejuvenate your whole self because I want you to know that yes, everyday peace is possible. And yes, you deserve everyday peace. And yes, you can have everyday peace peace. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guest to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And I have to tell you that last week we had an amazing show that I really, really enjoyed. We had two awesome guests. We had Mariah Abraham. I said her name wrong all last week. So if you listened last week, I know you had a good laugh at that. Um, But she talked to us about how we can change our taste buds to crave foods that boost our metabolism. I don't know if that excites you, but that really excites me to really crave and desire the foods that would be most healthy for boosting my metabolism and would help us lose weight or maintain our desirable weight. It was an amazing discussion, and I love the title of her book, um, Eat Like You Give a Fork right? Sticks in your mind. It's very, 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 very catchy. So I love that book. And then we had Amanda Hainline who talked to us about um, her book, Feel Better in Five Minutes. Five minutes to improve your mood, to feel more optimistic about life. Can you even imagine that you could do that in five minutes? She discussed the power of using spiritual guides to feel better in five minutes. And I thought that was absolutely wonderful. The information they gave was great. So if you missed last week's show, I have wonderful news for you. If you want to learn how to change your taste buds in just eight days to boost your metabolism, And that would really help with all that COVID um, weight and all that stuff that people say, you know, sitting around and being in quarantine may have been good for their overall health, but it was bad for the waistline. We can change that in just eight days with the advice and um, that we got from from last week's show. If you want to learn how to feel better, emotionally improved health and just five minutes. You can listen to last week's shows. And as a matter of fact, you can access our entire library of shows by subscribing to the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
or you can listen to them on the unityonlineradio.org website. Another place where you can find all this information is on our new and improved brand new look to our website, which is Dr. D.R. Dravon, D-R-A-B for victory, O-N-James.com website. That's Dr. Dravon James.com website. This is our new website that includes transcripts from past shows, words of wisdom, encouragement, um, Excerpts from my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, contact information, how you can find out how you could um, get uh, keynote speakers who want to teach workshops for you, how you could, if you're looking for a life coach, you can find all that out by visiting drdravonjames.com. So if you haven't been there, I strongly encourage you, visit it today after the show, bookmark it so that you can stay in tune with all of the frequent changes that occur there. So we have a great show for you today. I'm super excited about our guest today, but before we get to our guest, we're going to pop by and do our everyday peace moment. So you will remember that a few weeks ago, we discussed the importance of self-confidence right? We all walk into the room and you can pretty much tell who has great self-confidence because we're drawn to those people who have great self-confidence. And we would love to be those people who have great self-confidence. So we explored ways to build our confidence. And I encourage each and every one of us to adopt a new task first thing in the morning. There was a book that I read many, many years ago by, by an author, Brian Tracy. I don't remember the name of the book, but I remember in the book, he talked about eating the frog first thing in the morning. That was how he phrased it. And we do something first thing in the morning. And he was saying, oh, maybe something you do on your to-do list that you didn't find desirable. You go ahead and get that thing out of the way first, first thing in the morning. I have found that to be very helpful in my life. But we also were talking about doing something first thing in the morning um, for at least seven days, a new task that we decide it could be anything that we decide we're going to do first thing in the morning. And then later on in the day, we would recognize and reflect on the fact that we started our day with an accomplishment, right? Because we have accomplishments all day long. The thing is, we don't stop and reflect and say, oh my gosh, I accomplished this, I accomplished that. And it is that sense of accomplishment which helps to build our self-confidence. So we talked about the different things you could do first thing in the morning, one of which was to start off with a 10-minute meditation or maybe some quick exercises like some push-ups or sit-ups or whatever, some planks, just starting, just committing to something and starting your day off with something. It could be something like prayer or writing a gratitude card. I talk a lot about that's one of the things that I do every morning or simply sitting in the silence for a set period of time. It could be anything, no matter what you choose. All we ask is that you participate in this activity first thing in the morning for seven days. And then afterwards, recognize as your day goes on your accomplishment and applaud yourself for it. Become self-aware that, yes, I did this today. And then in your own mind, heart and soul, congratulate yourself for having that accomplishment. The goal is to help train your brain to recognize accomplishments when they happen. Accomplishments, accomplishments that we often overlook, right? Because we're always looking and digging into ourselves and looking for our mistakes and things we need to get better at, but we seldom take time to recognize our accomplishments. So that tiny exercise uh, for seven weeks would help to do with that, to increase our self-confidence. And I want to thank 
the many, many, many of you who reached out to me on the website to tell me that you were seeing success with this exercise. And some of you have decided to continue it long after the seven days. So congratulations and thank you for reaching out. It brings my heart so much joy to read those comments. So thank you for that. And I'm glad that you did have the courage to try that. So if you started this challenge with us, I encourage you to keep it up. If you haven't started this challenge, I want to ask you, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and start right now. Make it part of your life right now. You will not be sorry. Now, today I have a new exercise, and this is talking about, again, building our confidence. And this one isn't a daily exercise. It's a one-and-done exercise, at least for now. I want to I want it to remind you that you are the creator of things. We create things and we don't necessarily give ourselves credit. Sometimes we hedge on starting new tasks and getting involved with new things because we don't have the the um, self-confidence that we can try something. We're afraid of new things. So we're going to start out on purpose this week. Pick one thing new to do, something small that you can create. It could be planning a a flower bed in your front yard. It could be putting a seed in a little um, flower pot, uh, painting a picture, painting an accent wall, writing a poem, just doing something new, creating something. So you creating something, bringing something from your subconscious, from your mind and producing it in the physical world. It doesn't have to be something that you're really good at. In fact, sometimes and most times when we're trying something new, It is something that we've never done before, and we're a little clumsy at it, and that's okay, too. I'm not asking any of us to be perfect at it. We're knowing that this will help us to become less hesitant to try new things, increase our sense of creativity and curiosity, and increase our self-confidence. So that is our everyday peace moment, which leads us right into our first guest of the day. Our first guest is Sarah Troy. Sarah is the founder of Self-Discovery Media. She hosts podcasts called Self-Discovery, Orchard of Wisdom, where she shares the wisdom given by those who have gone through the process of life. Welcome, Sarah. It is lovely to have you on the Everyday Peace Show today. Uh, Wonderful to be here, love. Good to speak to you again. Oh, again, because we, we, we're in each other's life. I've been on your wonderful, wonderful show and um, have had the experience of being in your presence and in your glow. So it is just wonderful to have you on the Everyday Peace Show. So you, you can help um, the listeners understand the process of self-discovery, which is, to me, one of the fundamental keys to enjoying this journey is, is getting to understand ourselves. Mm, most certainly. I mean, it's all about self-discovery, isn't it? Is who are we? Why are we? What are we here to do? Uh, what are we meant to go through? Um, who are we meant to serve? You know, it's all that big question, and we've got to be willing to kind of take the journey to answer it. Yes. You know, wh- why am I here? And ultimately, you ask the question that I feel is um, gives me the most um, comfort. Who am I here to serve? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that question. So we have I know we don't have all the time in the world, but we but I and I know this is a loaded question, that's why I preface it like that. But how do we start that process of self discovery? A willingness for a start, you know, free will. 
um, we have to know that life maybe is not working for us uh, in the way that we would like. And we may not know how, you know, or what, uh, what path is for us, but we've got to be willing to put one foot in front of the other. That willingness to say, okay, I'm not happy with who I am or where I'm going. The, there is another path for me out there and I'm willing to explore. And if we're not willing to explore, we won't discover. So the first step is stepping into, um, out of your head, into your heart, which will allow your soul to speak through you because soul cannot speak through a closed heart. And when your heart becomes engaged, even by the little things, the nature, the sunlight, the ripple of the breeze through the trees, the, the water up against the shore, a happy dogs, happy children, all of those little things start igniting your heart. And there is that desire to open up your heart even more and take that journey, that wondrous journey of one foot in front of the other into your own self-discovery. Oh, and you said something that actually made my heart sort of leap a little bit out of your head into mm -hmm. your heart. And it mm -hmm. seems like such an easy, it seems so flowery and comforting to me to hear. Mm -hmm. It's like a big bear hug for me, but it, it can be a very complicated process. And I guess, why is that? And how, how do we, how do we, What's the, the cliff notes to being able to do that? Because we spend so much time overutilizing our head and, you mm -hmm. know, rationalizing the pain and discomfort and the fear. How do we how do we stop that process to make that travel into the heart? Stop looking at the destination. Um, start looking at the whole complex of things. You know, when I was at boarding school, we were kind of out in the countryside near the moors. And the teachers say, we're going for a long walk. And as little kids, it's like, oh, really? And instead, the teacher is saying, we're going to walk to that tree. Now we're going to go and walk to that bush. Now we're going to walk over there. And the next thing you know, we're home. And the, the dauntingness of the journey wasn't so much because we had little destinations along the way. So don't put it all on your shoulders. Oh, I've got to do all of this. Is what is your first step? And the first step, I believe, is listening to other people's stories. That's the reason why we both do our shows is through other people's stories, we get the inspiration that begets the invitation. We start seeing a reflection of ourselves in there. We see their courage and their strength and their abilities, and it awakens us. You know, well, if they can, I can. I've got to take that first step. To break it down into smaller steps, don't dodge yourself with the whole thing on your shoulders. It is a process. Oh. However long that process is going to be, it's going to be. I love that it is. And that's how we eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time, you know, looking, I love that. <laughs> Look at just, we're just going to go to that tree right there. And we, and it makes it seem doable. Right? Yes. Because if I only yes. have to go there, well, surely I, I can, I can make it there. And then we can reassess from that point. Even, you know, I, I find that to be um, one of the, one of the things that trips people up the most is looking at the full, you know, Oh my gosh, I've got to do all of this. Mm. And that keeps them locked right in their place. The the brain starts rationalizing why they shouldn't take the trip, you know, why they should remain right where excuses, they are. Excuses. Yeah. Yes. They start yes. coming in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this this thing and I I love this, you know, the self-discovery because it really this whole journey, I believe that every encounter that we have or do not have or every every goal that we that we reach or do not meet reach is meant to turn us inward mm 
so that we learn more about ourselves, right? Yes. This, this self-discovery, like all roads leave home, lead home if we allow them to, to looking inward and say, oh, look at that. That's, that's, how I, that's how I feel about that. Or I've discovered this new part of myself. And in this self-discovery, I find that a lot of times, whether people know it or not, and I'd love to get your views on this, um, there is this huge amount of fear, right? That we cannot push by, push past fear to the point where it, we become confused about what it even is that we want or don't want. Mm. I, funny enough, my, my show this week is on that, you know, and it's like, you know, how is fear serving you? And, and what truly are you afraid of? Because we're so conditioned to be fearful that half the time we don't even know what we are afraid of. And we become crippled because we're in our mind. Yes, but, but what if? But, but, but what if? And I said, there's only one thing to do with your butt, and that is sit on it. You know, it is, you're not going to know. <laughs> we're not going to know what's around the corner unless we're willing to walk it. Now, there is caution. There is tapping into your senses, which will always guide you to danger. But that's not the fear we're talking about. The fear is where people are too scared to embrace themselves from the inside out, to step into their beautiful awesomeness, their wonderful flawsomeness in that self-discovery because they're so busy ridiculing themselves and condemning themselves and fearful of what other people's opinions are of them that it stops them from doing anything altogether. Yes, right. And the fear, this Everyone who, you know, thinking that this person will think this about me or they'll know this about mm -hmm. me or someone. Here's the one I often get from clients, even though they don't use the words, but the implication is there. People will discover that I'm not perfect. Well, there's a newsflash for you. No one <laughs> believes that you are perfect. <laughs> What's perfection anyway? It's somebody else's opinion, for goodness sake. You know, that's why I love flawsomeness. Because we're all flawed. Let's celebrate those flaws. Yeah. Yeah. It's what makes Isn't us human. That something. Let's mm -hmm. celebrate our flaws and that way we know we, we, we remove this cloak of shame. Yes. Right? Yes. And we move more yes. into freedom when we're saying this this is a flaw and and it each of our, you know, we're like snowflakes. We all have these flaws and they're all different. And it's not, I'm not saying that we don't want to work on ourselves to get to our best state of improved, our best right. improved self. But it's not a point of being sh so shameful that we cannot progress and, pr and, and pursue the, heart, the desires of our heart. Yeah. I think, you know, I think I comparison think, is very deadly. Yeah, comparison is very deadly. I, how do we get out of that? Because I do find that should be one of the seven deadly sins, right? Um, compar <laughs> comparison, yes. How, how do we move beyond that? Um, I think, you know, it's, it's your, your own self-confidence will stop comparison. So how do you get to the self-confidence? Um, just, you know, the, you know, the uh, Don Ruth for agreements, speak your words yes, with integrity. Yes. Don't take things personally. Don't assume, ask, and do your very best gauged on what your best is. And, you know, it, it's when you have stepped into that authenticity of who you are. And yes, okay, I am, I am not this, I'm not that, but I'm this. And this is my gift that I bring to the table. You know, we don't get so influenced by other outsiders' opinion of it. On social media, our friends, family, you should do this. You should do that. You should be more like. And it's like they can't see you for who you are because they're still in the shoulds. 
But don't let that yes. affect you. That's, that's their journey, their opinion. Be true to who you are and always stand tall in your own self. And eventually, if they can, they will see you. If they can't, it means they haven't taken their own journey yet. And that's and that is none of our concern. Their journey okay. is their concern, right? We get all yes. mixed up in that. And I and I want to go back because I am fascinated by the work that you do, and and, and very privileged to know you. Uh, this, you. I think there is no other quest in life um, greater than the quest of self discovery. Because when we discover who we are, is when we become truly empathetic and compassionate to others, right? When we just when we have yes. the self the journey of self discovery, and then the journey of self acceptance, right? When we honor that part of ourselves, it makes us less judgmental of ourselves and less judgmental of others. And we probably the end of all wars when we get to the place of having that. But I, yeah. I go back to um, intuition and confusion, which seem mm-hmm. to be uh, polar opposites. Because if you're if we're, if we're moving in the true self, the intuitive self, right? It seems to me we wouldn't have all this confusion surrounding the one person we should know better than anybody else, which is self. But I yeah. do find that um, in talking with people that there is so much confusion, even around the concept of being able to recognize their own inner voice. Yes. Do you have any thoughts on how how that could be a, a more um, straightforward process for people? Um, as I said in the beginning, get out of the head, because that is doctrine, that is um, programming, uh, and that is a forever question with no answer. If you can get out of the, the head and get into the heart, open up your heart, it allows that divine knowingness to come through you. And then we are never, ever alone. The universal knowledge and wisdom and love is always ready to come pouring through you, but it can't come through a closed heart. So opening up our heart, even if it is to pain, you have to go through the pain in order to heal. You can't close it down. We start feeling our knowledge understanding our intuition, understanding what our senses are saying to us, and then the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. But if we go thought down, we will talk ourselves out of something or into something negative before we even get to the heart. So feel your knowledge, that divine presence of truth. Know it, feel it, and then your mind, as I said, will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it with the data that has been accumulated in your head. You will understand what the knowledge is and how to use it. But please feel it. Don't oh, always think it first. I don't want our listeners to miss a bit of that because there's something that you said really quickly and I just jotted it down because I know that one of the philosophies I teach in Everyday Peace is that everything that comes into our life, the good, the bad, and the in-between, mm-hmm. has come to bow down and serve us as we move to our next level of greatness. And you said the word that none of us wants. You said, you know, um, p- open your heart. Sometimes you have to open your heart through pain, right? Yes. And you know, I- I'm speaking for myself and my journey. I know I spent a lot of my youth trying to avoid uh emotional pain, any type of pain. I just thought I didn't think I had the bandwidth for it. And uh, our time is running down, but I think this is so important because I think that someone will really need to hear this is that pain really, emotional pain really does get our attention. 
And now we are hyper-focused in the now, usually, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because we have this heartache now, this pain now. And there is this uh, part of us that wants to avoid that, to find a workaround, a work, you know, so that we don't have to be with that pain. But I love what you said, that the pain will, if we're in that place, if that is someone that's in our listening audience that's in that place right now, not to reject that moment. No. No. To sit with the that. pain to is not your enemy. It. Yeah, the pain yeah. isn't your enemy. It's your lesson. It's a way of discovering your strength, your courage, your abilities, your awesomeness. And if you're willing to go through that pain, love yourself, nurture yourself, comfort yourself, heal yourself. The pain will show you its reason for being there, and you'll be able to let go of the pain and carry the lesson forward with you. But everything in life, avoidance is futile. We have to be engaged even with the painful times in order to go through them to understand the joyous times. So you can't hold back. The more you immerse yourself into it and go through it, the more you get to the other side where you are truly stepping into everyday peace, joy and love and meaningful purpose. Oh, I just, I just love that. And I know that one of the processes that I use and use with, um, clients is that there was a lovely phrase that I learned by attending a tapping session with, um, one of our guests that we used to have on the show quite frequently here, Keisha. And she used this phrase. Yeah. You know, her, we're moving in the same circles, right? She yes. would say, even, even though, you know, and I was just use pain, even though I'm experiencing this um, emotional pain because of whatever you can put, whatever, you know, put, fill in the blanks as you would. Um, I still love and honor mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, when, if you, and I have been in some situations, you know, since learning that phrase where I have said that phrase and I could feel my heart just opening up, you know, when you know, it's to one to acknowledge that, yes, these are the facts. I am hurt emotionally about whatever's happening because that's, that's part of the journey, but the being in pain, being in emotional pain does not make me any less. In fact, I love and honor myself because I can recognize this. Sarah, how um, can our listening audience connect with you? Uh, very easy. Then go to selfdiscoverymedia.com. And if you want to get hold of me, you can go to info at selfdiscoverymedia.com. All of my sites are on the front page there, the selfdiscoverycommunity.org, hubofdiscovery.com. They all they have to do is put in your name in the search engine and your show will come up and you've done other shows with other hosts that we've had on our network as well. And please come and listen to Devon's wisdom as well in more in depth. Um, but yeah, selfdiscoverymedia.com. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with our next guest after this show. Thank you. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and we just concluded our, se- our segment with 
Sarah Troy, amazing, and I'm super excited to introduce you to our next guest, Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson started his spiritual journey six decades ago and is an expert Tai Chi in Qigong. 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 We were just discussing this in the break. Tai Chi and in Qigong. Um, expert. Mark co-founded the National Qigong Association and is the founder of the Integral Tao Centers in New Mexico, New York, and California. His new book is titled Life as Play. Live compassionately, intuitively, spontaneously, and miracles will happen. I am so excited to have you on the show. Welcome, Mark. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so I got to tell you, I was telling you during the break that, first of all, I always struggle when I look at the words Qigong. It it always gets me uh, and have to close my eyes to say it properly. But Life as Play, that title just makes me feel um, that I am in the energy of manifestation. When you say life as play, I think Mm -hmm. all of my inhibitions um, kind of melt away, my fears, my expectations. So I think it's been a long time just on the title, but what exactly does that mean? Life as, as a play, life as a play, what does that mean? It means that your your life can be almost effortless as a, as a, as opposed to working your way through life and and you know enduring this and enduring that and the, my favorite um, phrase is that uh, first of all I start every um, talk out that I do by saying. Why have you not yet discovered your own innate divinity? <laughs> What's holding <laughs> you up? And the answer is nothing. The gates to the uh, heavens are already wide open. It's just a matter of going through them and uh, and knowing your own innate divinity and living it. That's a so that's pretty heavy statement. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Uh, well, there's nothing heavy about it. It's fun is what I'm getting at. And uh, if you really do um, uh, just uh, empty yourself and allow the, the divine to flow through you, then what's the problem? Uh, you know, there's no problems at that point. You're already experiencing yourself as the totality of everything, and you're going along with it. And as, as you... Uh, mature into this state of being, then the synchronicities start happening like crazy in your life. And that's uh, another emphasis of my book is is that when I say the miracles are happening, I'm referring to synchronicities that are actually quite mind-boggling, and they certainly have been in my life uh, almost nonstop. And uh, I never worked a day in my life. I usually don't even think that much anymore. I'm almost completely uh, intuitive and uh, spontaneous, that sort of thing, and happy as hell. <laughs> That's 
So uh, do you have any other questions? Well, you know, no, you, you, let me just tell you, you, you had me at, I never worked a day in my life. I love it. So I want, and I'm going to speak for probably most of our listening audience when I say, you know, um, and I, I, I'm just being presumptuous that I'm speaking for most of our audience, but at least most of the people that I know that contact me is that mm -hmm. it, it, it sounds um, very surreal to say that life as a play, like, you know, I can live in this moment, I can live, you know, I can let go, I can empty myself, but then there is the dog barking, there's the boss who has the mm -hmm. deadlines, there's the car that mm -hmm. just broke down, there's the school that just called about the misbehaved child, there's the aging parents, and you want me to live as if life as a play, how, and I know, as I told you, when I, when I read your material and I, you know, I get all the things that your publicist sent out, I thought to myself, this is it. This is the answer to everything. I know that, but how, how do we, how do we get there? Uh, it uh, all depends on how far you're already into it. And uh, to the extent that you aren't, I start giving people um, breathing techniques that speed up the uh, the openings and, and blows out your subconscious, and you have to deal with it, and you hopefully you will integrate it. And so that's the first step. If uh, if you're if you're feeling miserable about anything, or if you're feeling anything less than the the complete divinity, the divineness, then uh, you can start with through uh, breathing techniques. That's what Qigong actually uh, originally started as. That you can start um, gathering uh, high frequency energy to you and through you, and then that will eventually blow out the uh, the um, the fears and the subconscious, the sabotaging subconscious that a lot of people carry around with them. And as that happens, then uh, most people start uh, screaming, oh, I hate you, Daddy, you know. <laughs> so there's a period of rage comes out. That's the first thing that usually happens with most people when they do this breathing technique. And I'm not the only one doing that. Uh, you know, Wim Hof, you know, that guy that runs up and down the, the, mount, the mountains in his underwear, <laughs> he, he teaches. He teaches the roughly the same. He, he and I went to the same teacher in China, and but I stayed there for you know ten years, and so I learned a little bit more. But uh, he, he's into being healthy, happy, and uh, strong, and that's fine as a beginning. But he is doing it, and he can really change uh, what you're capable of doing physically. But then, then there's. Um, Another guy named Stan Groff, who was a neighbor of mine in uh, in uh, California, and uh, he does the same thing. And he put 200 people on the uh, in the uh, room that we're in on the floor with their sleeping bags, and they they start with uh, the breathing and over and over again, over and then uh, he he and his friends go around and. Uh, Encourage people to keep breathing, keep that breathing going, and then all of a sudden, bam, somebody explodes, I hate you, whatever, and they will rage for a while. But then they calm down and it gets quiet, and all of a sudden, they start crying for a while because if you, you wouldn't be raging if you weren't sorrowful about something. See what I mean? It's just an, an energetic 
a maneuver from one one degree to another. And then finally, you you get down to where from the rage comes the sadness, and from the sadness comes um, uh, bliss, actually. And um, uh, it's just un- it's undescribable. Some people just start. Uh, um, um, what's the word? Uh, just laughing hysterically. Uh, so that's what's the last thing that comes out. And and each time one of these uh, aspects of your subconscious that's been in there for 40 years or however old you are, once that aspect comes out, you say, well, uh, help me and join me. Let's work together <clears throat> instead of all this sabotage that's going on. And almost always their inside will say, well, all we ever wanted was to work with you, but you keep us in the cellar all the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you keep blocking me away. Yeah, exactly. And so they and then they start working for you, and that's how it's a small um, small energy of the uh, synchronicities I'm talking about. But after a while, the synchronicities get more and more powerful and more inescapable to where. You're just allowing your life be run by synchronicities. And I have, my book has probably 35 or 40 jaw-dropping synchronicities that have happened to me in my lifetime. And it's still going on. And, uh, and I want to encourage everybody to keep, to do this and to be this. And it's just bliss, constant bliss. And that's and, and just for our listening audience, if you're just joining us, we're talking about we're talking to Arthur Mark Johnson, and the book is Life as Play. And mm-hmm. I I wanted to just say about the breathing, I and the the crying out and all that stuff. I for a while there pre pandemic was attend, attending one of these um, breath works sort of events where you'd be on the floor and there'd be all these people and witness just that the screaming out after a little while. And it was just amazing. And then this, this, Mm. um, this energy comes through and it just is calm and soothing, but you're right. You, you break Mm -hmm. through something. And as I'm listening to you, I'm hearing a number of voices in my head from past clients, current clients that I'm working with. And this, Mm -hmm. uh, self-sabotage right and you mentioned that and using the breathing techniques to break through this barrier right because this thing Mm -hmm. we're talking we're joking about being locked in the cellar but it really is dragging you down there because you got a chain down there and you're part of the chain and so when you're Mm -hmm. doing this breathing it does help to to open up areas and you know let the light in so to speak yes Exactly. Yes. And it's so one, of the, it, one of the quickest ways to do it is through the deep breathing, which involves like four seconds on the inhale down below your navel. If you inhale for four seconds, your stomach will uh, go out a little bit. And then with your hands together, you force the, uh, uh, the on the exhale, quick exhale, three second, three second inhale and a one second exhale. And that's forces the the chi up the back of your body over your head and back down into the cauldron which is there the bottom below your navel is a huge uh, uh, holder of this kind of energy and if you just keep doing that breathing for 45 minutes usually it takes about 45 minutes for most people to 
have that explosion that happens when the, when the, uh, all that energy that's been building up just blows out any anything in its path, and 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 then you deal with it. You have to deal with it. You don't really have much choice. There it is, staring you in the face. So um, um, I forget what what I was getting at, to tell you the truth. But that's the way it works, and. Uh, and I've seen hundreds of people uh, help themselves through that uh, procedure, and uh, they just uh, they change their lives quite dramatically. But uh, I, and, I absolutely the- love that. And, and this, of course, is the Everyday Peace Show. And what we're into is helping people to connect through self-discovery, self-awareness, and to get to their next level of greatness. And this definitely seems like a wonderful way to explore. So I just want to reiterate for our listening audience, this breathing technique that you just shared with us so generously thank you for that was the three mm-hmm. second inhale and yeah. um, and the a rapid one second exhale and and yes, this is re- repetitive yeah. repetitive yeah. um i'm assuming you're lying on your back on the floor or a hard surface yeah um, so you, you can do it standing up laying down or whatever uh, that doesn't matter that much. It depends on what you what makes you feel comfortable. And this is for 45 uh, minutes, and to get this breakthrough. Now, how? Yeah. And I. So when you when you go through this, and of course when I I did something similar, a little bit different, but we had a sound bath there, which kind of helped to you know to to bring you. Uh, back even, I will just say that term. I don't know if it's the proper term, but to bring sort mm-hmm. of a, to even out the emotions. But when you do get to this heightened sense and you do start to, re, you know, to re- release all of this, and how, what's what is that like? What is that process like? Because I would imagine that some people start to 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 grab for what they know, which is suppression, right? Mm-hmm. So when all that starts bubbling out of them what we know how to do as a people so much is to put the mask on and suppress so how do we how what what happens to prevent that closing right back up the sheer power of the way it works often doesn't allow any uh, uh fooling around later on you know slipping back into the old it's so powerful once it comes out, and once you go through the talking and the effort to uh, in, incorporate them and have them, uh, you know, unite with you, use your energy to help me, you know, rather than this sabotaging. And, and I've never once had anybody not say, "We would love to help you," <laughs> you know. And now that we're out, we're going to help you. You know, they'll start streaming that, and then they do, and then they call me up. Three days later, and say, "Wow, you wouldn't believe what just happened to me. This—I uh, was trying to get this job for five years, and all of a sudden, it dropped into my lap. You know, and uh, just right after the experience that he just went through. That's—that's that's the synchronicities that my book is filled with them. They're absolutely beyond belief, almost. But everybody that knows me knows that it's all truth, and I have pictures and everything of um, the fact that after a while, you just." Uh, you don't have to effort uh, for things, and everything is, seems new and wonderful, and uh, and you start seeing things you haven't seen before, and you're just like you're opened up to the entirety of everything, which you are, and that that's a heck of a nice place to be, is all I gotta say. Yes, it's 
it sounds right because we're using the wrong parts of ourselves or using them inappropriately to try to do this yeah. journey. And what you're teaching, what I'm hearing is that there is a much easier, more efficient, more effective way to do this journey. And it is through this concept of living life as a play so that we mm-hmm. can open up to the true experience of it all and realize that when, if you're, if you're yeah. having to push and pull and tug and, and um, hustle, as they say, or, or grind, then you're, mm-hmm. you're not doing yourself. You're not enjoying the journey like you were meant to enjoy it. So to open up to it and something you said earlier, Mark, was that um, this breathing exercise um, mm-hmm. helps you to, I guess, gather high frequency energy. And I Mm -hmm. love that because everything is energy, isn't it? Yes, everything is energy. And and you are everything. People think they are like a a wave in the ocean, a little wave going along, and they're trying to get wetter than all the other waves, of course. I have more money than you, you know. And and then... um, (laughs) All of a sudden, um, uh, I I say to them, I say, you can't separate the wave from the ocean, the entire ocean. It's like it's all you, you know, you can't separate a wave from the ocean, right? They're all one thing. And and you're like a, a little wave that woke up the Oh, holy hell, look at that. I'm the entirety of the ocean. I don't have to mess around anymore. I don't have to work so hard. I don't have to struggle. I don't have to be better than anybody else. I don't have to anything. You know, it's like, wow. And there you are. You are one. And uh, and in in the synchronicities themselves, they come so frequently and and so powerfully, you don't really have to make much effort uh, at what you end up doing. And uh, most of it is just helping other people get to that spot. That's all I've done for about the last 20 years, I guess is to get people to that place of of oneness. And so, and I, you, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, you are the ocean. I want them to, uh, you know, say that to themselves as, as much as they have to, to really understand that difference between identifying with being a wave and, and the ocean and, and how you are both. You're both of them at the same time. And so... Just be what is and what comes, and it will be so miraculous. The things that happen and the people you meet. My God, you should know the. You should uh, get my book. <laughs> and you yes. know, it's one yes. it's one synchronicity after another. And and by the way, with the breathing, I kept I haven't been, gotten through an important point. As the stomach goes out, it's a three second inhale down there. And then when you squeeze, you squeeze in and up, up underneath the rib cage to make the, the high frequency energy go up the spine that you just see. There's uh, your aura. The aura around your body is a huge stack of this high frequency energy, and that's why it's outside your body. It's so high frequency it can't stay inside. You know what I mean? It just penetrates easily. So if if you reach out and gather that high frequency down into your head and bring it down your front or wherever it needs to go to heal yourself, I have stories about people that have healed themselves that are almost hard to believe. That, and it's because they start reaching out and bringing in the high frequency energy that's all around us 
and there's no more of this drugs and surgery and drugs and surgery and drugs and surgery. It's gather the high-frequency energy into your body and direct it mentally where it needs to be, and you'd be surprised what you can... There's nothing you can't cure. I've seen almost everything about everybody curing itself by people using that method. So I want everybody to be doing it and, and to having so much fun and just being, you know, feeling what being is life is like. How freeing that is. And again, we're yeah. talking about Life as Play, the book written by Mark Johnson, and something that you just said here, and I would love, every, where, where is the book available, Mark? How can the listeners get their hands on the book? Oh. Uh, you can go to my site called Dow Publishing Company, and that's the, the Taoism thing. And this is a Taoist religion that I'm referring to. This was, was my uh, place that I went in China to quite, quite a few times, many different Taoist centers, actually, and got a lot of different, slightly different ways of doing things. So I got a, I was able to experiment with one after another. But anyway, Dao, D-A-O, Publishing, P-U-B-L-I-S-H-I-N-G dot com, will take you to the book and you can open it up and read some of the pages and do all this. And the book is in four different ways. One is a voiceover. Do you know what that means? Yes. Um, you can get my book as a voiceover and I think it's one of the least expensive. And then there's one for, um, uh, let's see, there's voiceover and there's uh, full color and there's black and white and there's... Uh, the elect- electronic version, yes. So uh, okay. it's all. It's, uh, go to that site, that one little site, and it'll eventually lead you to the different uh, categories, and you can pick one you want. And and you can always call me while you're practicing. All the weird. You should see some of those chapters and uh, the synchronicities. Wow. And um, so if anybody has any questions, they can just uh, call me on the phone. I think my number's in the book there. But. Um, it's it's amazing, and uh, I just uh, I won't rest until uh, my book is in every motel room in the country. <laughs> I, be, I I hear that passion in you, and it's actually lighting a passion in me too, because everything that you said is so true. That um, here we have this wonderful vehicle called the body for which yeah. we can use to navigate. And you mentioned about the aura that is around the body. We can, it's, we're, meant, it, we're meant to utilize this vehicle. It's, it's, it's for our use, right? Because we reside within yeah. here. It's for our use. And we end up just, you know, complaining about it or sabotaging it, not, you know, <laughs> abusing it. But here we right. have this amazing vehicle for which we can do this amazing journey called life. And we can do it as a play to be in that mm-hmm. energetic uh, high frequency energy. And I call that energy where we can learn to vibrate at the energetic level of the solution instead of yes. at the energetic level of the problem, which is we, we've all been uh, tuned in and tapped into that energetic level, right? We wake up in the morning, yeah. we're stressed. We drive in the car, we're stressed. We're cooking the dinner, we're stressed. <laughs> and, you know, that is that is an energy that is available to us, but we do live in a vehicle and a body that we can do so much more, even with just the breath. So I hope that yeah. our listening audience will be so excited to learn how mm-hmm. to not only heal your emotional health, but your physical health, you're talking about too, yeah. changing your health. And you yeah. mentioned a little yeah. while ago about um, how you were studying in China 
for a number mm. of years, ten over ten years. Tell us a little bit about mm. that, because I, I I can hear the soothingness in your voice, and I know that a lot of that probably comes from that experience. Yes, it, it did. A lot of it did. Um, um, because I was Chinese in my last life. That's why it was. It seemed so real and and so. Uh, um, like oh I've I've been here before that kind of thing and uh, but I not only uh, gone there just to teach I go there to, to I go there twice a year and take students uh, over there and we go to to China and to Tibet and um, just we get around to all the, the great centers that I know and the great teachers that are over there and even the ones in the mountaintops we crawl up and get to say hello to them. And, that kind of stuff. So we have a heck of a good time. But of course, uh, I haven't been able to do a thing since, uh, since uh, you know what. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We can't even call the name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. You know, I know well, I'm super excited. Um, uh, to, now, if people are interested in connecting with you, obviously they can go through the book. Um, and I heard you say you take students. How, how are, where, where are you getting these students? How can people connect to you to possibly become a student? Uh, a lot of people that read my book they say, hey, I want to come to China with you. And, uh, you know, we do Tai Chi in the morning and Qigong at night. And I teach them calligraphy and, you know, what some of the characters represent and and some of the little bit of the language and how it differs from ours. And, and I, I, used to, I used to have to teach English in China because sometimes I'd get run out of money when I was in China. So I taught the, uh, the uh, Chinese English and, boy, you have no idea how weird English is to you learn something like China where the, everything's a picture. Well, well, Mark, you know? we're, you, just you about, we're just about oh, out of no. time, All and right. i got to tell you, it was a wonderful delight having you on our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. Please check out the book, Life is Play. I absolutely love you. Thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. Okay, good. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.